0: The Opinion Line on courts 96FM. Back to something that dominated our conversation for hours and hours last week. And one that could well dominate it again this week. Because the government is telling us it's going to change things. It's going to clamp down on road safety in many, many ways. And the Minister for State, Jack Chambers, the, the, the junior minister for transport, currently wants... Permission has sought permission, in fact, to bring down the speed limits. So, on a national second, now primary routes, primary roads, they'll stay the same. Motorways stay the same, but secondary roads, national secondary roads, that's currently one hundred kilometres an hour, it'll be down to eighty, which is about fifty miles an hour in old money. And then on the local and rural roads, like they be L's, there are L's, aren't there? Uh, yeah, they would be. Down to 60, which is in or around 40 miles an hour. Uh, In towns and cities and residential areas, like villages, you'd be looking at 30 kilometres an hour. So, say, Patrick Street now, on a clear day when there's nothing there in Patrick Street, 30 kilometres an hour, go to 40 to get your ticket. Um, Urban areas, 50, down to that's 30 miles an hour and the old money and Jack Chambers wants to, wants to push this through and it looks like it could be pushed through as early as the spring of 2024 and then of course there'll be loads of speed vans out to catch people speeding there's also been talk about the penalty points that and just to go back over where we were discussing last week so at the moment if you are caught say speeding and using your mobile phone the mobile phone offence. Carries three penalty points. The speeding offence is three. Uh, that's not the, be- that, not the better. Okay, let's say dangerous driving, dangerous driving, or careless careless driving carries five points. Careless driving carries five points. You're also on your mobile phone. That's three points. Currently, you get five. The three is taken into account, and you don't get the. They want to change it, or some people want to change it to be that you get the eight, that you get the five for careless driving, and you get the three for uh, the mobile phone in, in your hand. That, that's, that's, that's draconian, that's how that's seen. What we're told, look, the numbers are And the numbers are bad. There's no doubt about it. We've had some terrible accidents on the road recently, and twice as many people lost their lives on Irish roads in the month of August as lost their lives in the same month in 2022. Gavin, you have some thoughts on this. Good morning to you.
1: Good morning, PJ. How are you keeping? I'm very well.
0: I'm very well. What do you think of this plan to make it make the rules even tighter?
1: To be honest with you, I think their expectations won't meet reality. In actual fact, I think it's going to make the roads more dangerous. And I tell you why. So, like, there was a the political correspondent there at RT, Michal Lehan. He, mm-hmm. he had an article there on RT's website. And just like you mentioned there, PJ, Say the national secondary roads are—they are, are proposing—they'll be reduced from 100 kilometres down to 80 kilometres per hour. Mm. So with that, like there's people right now listening to listening to the radio show, and they are probably heading towards—we'll take the the N20 there now, for example—heading mm. towards Budavent or Charleville or whatever the case may be. Mm. There's probably so, there's prob—they're probably in a tailback now at the moment and um, where it's safe to drive 100 kilometers an hour, you probably have someone like a nun in the aires probably going 50, 60 kilometers an hour, <laughs> and they're probably creating fierce traffic. Right. Um, you'll have, say, the local rural roads. They're proposing they go from 80 to 60. Mm-hmm. Now, a good practical example there would be the main road down to Ring of no, while that I- that is a dangerous road. In fairness, hold on, hold on
0: the main road down it, to Iniskiddy from from Carrigaline, from that that's that a primary route. That that'll be that is still be the hundred, or at very at very worst the eighty.
1: See, do, do you know the part there around Carris Hill? Say where it, oh, where it's, part, at the moment this around part. eighty. Yeah. So, like, if if you have all the cars going sixty, no, that is that is a good example because that that road is dangerous. But while they. While the while the speeds will be reduced, it's going to have a fierce backlog and a ripple effect in with the traffic until such time that that motorway is going to be built. Yeah, you're going to have traffic going nearly all the way back towards the Kinsale roundabout. Yes, yes. Uh, with, with the towns and cities, then, as you mentioned, they are meant to be going from 50 down to 30. Now, while that's that that is important in in congested areas. Hmm. They, there's no mention. They're totally, totally overlooking the the people and the e-scooters. Then they think they're Lewis Hamilton going right. down the. Down, there's do no, they're, there's they're going no 100...
0: law covering those lunatics. No.
1: no, no. Like if you go along Patrick's Key, there. No. Do you know where the where a lot of people get the Cork Cove Connect right. or the West Cork Connect? Yes. Yeah. I'm surprised they're not blown over the Merchant's Key. They are half the time with some of the e-scooters. And uh, you have the likes of the, the delivery drivers then. They're, they're in La La Land there with the headphones and the beats on. How oh, they're not killed is beyond me. Yeah. Um, like, there's, there's a lot of things being overlooked. And uh, to be quite honest you, I'm surprised... Uh, I'm sorry to say, I'm surprised not more people are killed on the roads because the big elephant in the room as well is mobile phones. Well, How many people no. do you see every day on the phones while they're driving the car, like?
0: Yeah, well, Dr. Van de Veld. Was saying it last week on this very program about mobile phones. You know,
1: yeah, it, it's it's it, it's a big thing, and what I find as well, kind of ironic, is a lot of yes, oh, they don't seem for, to be that, in areas where there's me, actually
0: Kevin. Uh, say that again for you, Brooklyn. Me there. Yeah, go on.
1: Yeah, no, but do you know the the actual speed vans themselves? Yes, it's a. Uh, I, I always find those speed vans to be in places where there's actually never any car crashes. They seem to be in areas to just catch people where you're going down through the gears. They're, they seem to be always in a place where you would never have uh, actual accidents. Yeah. It's like they're out the to tax collect or something. You, you, you know, you'd, you'd question there's a lot a of it. Like, there's a
0: spot on the Cork to Mallow Road. Um, It used to be an old pub, I'm not entirely sure the the name of the town, but there used to be an old pub there, and there's a fella who parks from time to time in front of that old pub, and he'd catch him, and that's, there's, there's, God I should know where it is, I go through it frequently enough, it goes from the 100, down to 80, down to 60, back to 80, back to the 100, in a series of maybe half a mile, and there he is, sitting inside, waiting.
1: This is the thing. And they're actually looking at spending another 1.2 million on speed vans. Mm. And but if they actually accept, spent Gaffney, that money that towards...
0: The problem. Would you not accept that too many people are driving too fast?
1: A lot of people are driving too fast, but I'd actually think that a lot of slow drivers are actually cause, causing more crashes on the main roads. Yeah. That, like, I don't know how many times I've been on a road that's 100 kilometers an hour and you have someone going 40, 50 kilometers an hour. Mm. and where it could even be safe to, to pull in and allow traffic to flow. It just, they just create more traffic mm. and with that then it just, it causes people to get more agitated and it will make people do more erratic things on the road.
0: Well, someone, who, do someone anyway. who does erratic things on the road, Gavin, it's their fault, not the person who was driving at 40 miles an hour.
1: Yeah, but a lot of, a lot of these, a lot of, these drivers, they're, they're they're going too slow altogether on the roads. I, I, I'm i not, I'm not, It's it actually goes beyond safety. It's nearly, they're compromising their safety and everyone around them when they go ridiculously slow. It's happening right now on the well, roads as we speak. Well, you, I'm sure there's you, someone you tuned in right. on the radio.
0: It, it is an offence to cause an obstruction, to be a cause of obstruction. So it is a problem, yeah. But you reckon there's more people driving too slow than too fast?
1: I think it's one of these things in life, Do you know, the way there's something that you you feel is it it's it, it's it's like a fact, but you just can't prove it. Know, you can't sorry. create the stats. You're kind of going with what you're seeing around you. Like,
0: come back to the thing about the mobile phones because that was a good point. I just managed to find it there while we were chatting. Dr. Jason Vandeveld was on the program last week, uh, and Dr. Vandeveld goes out and he's often the first responder, and he's often the lead medic at someone horrific. Uh, motor crashes around our, our, our county. Uh, mind you, Gavin, what he said last week. He's one of the most experienced emergency doctors in the south of Ireland and specialises in accident and trauma and stuff like that. Here's what he said about mobile phones on the programme last week. Have a listen for 20 seconds.
1: You know, the use of a mobile phone while you're driving, it, it's, you're four times more likely to be involved in a collision. Truly distressing to arrive at a mangled car with a young person who has been seriously injured or worse still holding onto their mobile phone with that frantic friend still on the video call. That is what haunts me.
0: That's a horrible image, Gavin. It comes across it all too all too frequently.
1: Big time. And it's it's something it's something that you see every day at every junction on every road and it it's it just it will just so it will have no it's not going to change unless they enforce something with it well, like what
0: well, would you agree with the penalty points the increase in the penalty points would be that if you're caught speeding so well with a careless driving or you get two penalty point offenses together that you get both of them if you're on your phone and speeding that you get 6 not 3 it's
1: that time of the year It's definitely something to be looked at for sure, yeah. because the phones are a big problem. Yeah. But they, I, I think they should actually look at the, the people that drive on main roads very slow as well, because I think that is causing problems on the roads as well. All right. I, I think there's, I, I don't know how many times I've said, Do you know, we'd all go for a Sunday spin down to the beach or whatever. Yes and you could be on a main road and and there's just people driving ridiculously slow yeah and yeah and you you'll you'll them. see people overtaking five or six cars to get ahead of them
0: yeah yeah you have we had that that would make you impatient you're right you'd see fellas out sunday drivers or sunday afternoon spinners gavin thank you good call yeah I wonder, would you agree with Gavin, though? Are there too many people on country roads in particular driving way too slowly? Like, we were down yesterday in Ballycotton, and that's a nice... It's a nice drive. It's narrow. It's a narrow little town to drive through, but it's a a nice drive down. But you would see one or two people now, and it's quite... It's quite safe to be doing, what, 80 kilometres an hour, maybe even 90 kilometres an hour on a good stretch of road. And then you come across someone pootling along at 45... It's safe for them. They'll get to their destination too. You'd be tempted to overtake them. And then you come straight into the face of someone who's coming in the opposite direction and everybody's in trouble. Gavin maintains that someone like that is as much of a danger as someone who's actually speeding. Kira, you've also got some thoughts on speeding. You want to really um, clamp down hard on people and hit them in the pockets. Morning
2: morning, PJ. Yeah, I just think um, personally changing the speed limits won't do any impact. Um, I think people that speed will speed regardless of what the sign says. But I think we seriously lack education for drivers in this country. I mean, our roads have changed so much in the last number of years since even I got my license mm. that people just don't really know how to drive. So I would say maybe look to what they're doing in the UK um, and in other countries. I think America do something similar and hit them with their time, their money, and educate them on the rules and the risks of the road. So if you do make any sort of road infringement, you have to take a mandatory road safety course.
0: Right.
2: And you have to pay for it yourself. So
0: Would this be for doing 40 kilometres in a 30 zone, for a minor infringement or for major speeding?
2: I think it could be it could be expanded into any infringement, really. Like, it depends, maybe, a longer course for a higher infringement, a shorter course for a smaller one. Um, the possibilities are endless, I suppose, with it. But I think people will stop breaking the rules of the road for pure, selfish reasons then, which will help us all.
0: Mm. Mm. We need to... So like, policing it would be difficult, wasn't? wouldn't it?
2: It would take a bit of time. I think, like right now, if you're caught speeding or if you're caught with any type of infringement, you get penalty points and you get a fine and that's it. Nothing mm. else will happen. You could do the same thing tomorrow. But if you're caught this way, then you have, say, you know, a week, two weeks to do a five-hour online course or in-person course, whichever way it can be set up and you may need to take a day off work to do this course you may need to pay a hundred euro to do this course but then you will be more compliant because number one you've gone through all the new rules of the road so a big one for me is people just keep stopping in yellow boxes you know maybe they don't understand them maybe they don't know them but if you go through the rules of the road you might not have done it in 20 years you might be like okay i've not done that wrong all my life <laughs>
0: Yeah. Basically, oh,
2: you, might, you might actually learn something.
0: Yeah. No, there are things, I've often said this, Kira, that if I were to take a driving test tomorrow, I probably wouldn't pass it. And, and neither would a lot of other drivers.
2: I wouldn't pass it either, I don't think. Would <laughs> you not?
0: You sound very careful. I, I think I
2: know the general, general rules of the road, but not every single sign going I might remember it straight away. Yeah. Like a refresher is good for everybody. Like in work, you have to do refresher courses every year um because there's new regulations like it should be the same on our roads there's a point like, we need now. to teach there, people yeah
0: there's a point now i mean you get a driver's license in this country and it's valid for was say 10 years something like that or five years i'm not too sure yeah. you get a drive and then you renew it i renewed my driver's license last year um and i don't know when it'll run out but but anyway um and you, ne- you just renew it. You, you never have to do any other test or never have to, like, like you said, and you're, you're so right. If a, per- a person learning to drive at the moment who passes their test and gets a license today, in 10 years' time, the road will be vastly different. The roads are vastly different now than when I first got my, my driving test, which is too many years ago for me to talk about on public radio. But, but, you're right. We're not tested. From the day you leave that driving test center with the piece of paper in your hand that says you can drive, you're not tested again.
2: But we're also, we're not educated properly. I mean, if you get a question wrong in school, you know, maths or something, you would hope that someone will tell you it was wrong, but also tell you what to do right so that you can pass it the next time. So if someone does something wrong on the roads and they just get a fine, they're Mm. not going to learn what they're supposed to do correctly the next time if it wasn't speeding for example. But if we we have so many incidents now with speeding, if we change and spend millions changing all of our road signs in ten years' time, we're probably gonna have the same issue and be looking to reduce them further.
0: Mm. Yeah. And so it
2: just it just makes no sense to me that we're just putting a band aid on it.
0: Yeah. Crazy behaviour like as uh, as Dr Vandeveld said last week on the programme. And I'm sure you heard that clip. The thing's he comes across. A mangled car. Person badly injured or worse inside it and they're still clinging on to their mobile phone on a video call. Like how do you how do you get people to stop doing that, Kira?
2: Again, you just hit them where it hurts because right now people might think it will never happen to me until it does happen and unfortunately when it does happen there's no going back. But if they're getting caught and punished with money and time Mm. then they might become a little bit more cautious saying listen it's not worth it's not worth it now to take a day off purely selfish reasons as opposed to what it should be looking out for everybody else on the road but Mm. you find that all the time people will stop doing things if it affects them
0: yeah and you say the fines should hurt hurt more than they do and where would you put all the extra you'd put all the extra money then in into gather resources would you
2: I think so. I think in road improvements, Garda resources. I mean, this this system then, if it was put into place, could be an education tool. It could be creating jobs, awareness, and then be funded back into our roads.
1: Mm.
0: Lots to think about, Kira. Are you driving? Sometimes I just hear. Are you driving long yourself?
2: I'm driving about ten years now, so I'm actually up for renewal on my license, which I'll do online.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and there you go. You'll do it online and it'll all go fine and you'll have your licence back in a couple of days and no one has checked, and as didn't happen with me, no one has checked. Um, is she still sharp on the road?
2: Okay, and another thing is a lot of them, um, when I first moved down to Cork, a lot of my friends were we were from Tipperary, so we passed our tests in country roads. Yeah. And... We never drove in the city, but we had a full license, so we could just come down and drive.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, we didn't have a notion what we were doing at the start. It was all new. Yeah. But we just took it as it came. But, uh, yeah, I just think the option is to change the speed limit. That's not going to change anything in the long run. It's going to cause, a couple of your listeners have already said it, tailbacks, traffic building. It's going to cause probably more aggression, unfortunately, on the roads um, than it will do to kind of prevent
0: accidents. Do you find the roads an aggressive place? Yes. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I do. I think there's just, there's a lot of people trying to get where they need to go in a certain length of time, especially after COVID people are getting used to still how many people are back on our roads. The road layouts have changed all over Cork. In the last two, three years, drastically, people don't understand them and they're just going the way they always went.
0: I was saying last week that one thing I learned over the course of the last number of years was to just breathe. And if you are going to leave at maybe five to seven or ten to seven in the morning as I do, I would try to be in the car at quarter to seven. Just take it handy. There's no need to be rushing and racing. I think there's an awful lot of people Oh, I need to be. I need to be in that place in an hour. I sure I'll. I'll go in twenty minutes, or I go in. T- go now. Go now. If you've done yeah. months, Go now. And you might. Yes, you might be there twenty minutes early. And then have a coffee and wait. Wait for your appointment. You know, that's. I think we kind of need to watch ourselves that way as well. You know.
2: Definitely, and my my um, my dad works in construction, and he gets um, a lift to work. And he told me last week. He absolutely reared up at your man driving because he had his phone out and he said, I didn't make it uh, 65 years of my life for you to kill me with a phone. He was like, Put it away. And he's not seen him with the phone since.
0: Good for hi- Good for your dad. Good for your dad, Kira. Thanks very much for that. Oh, 0818 Yeah, <laughs> I can't understand. Oh, there's a couple more of them here now. I can't understand why people are holding mobile phones. Most cars now have hands free. You see new cars, and people have the phone up to the ear. Yeah, that's a mystery. That's a total mystery to me. Cork's 96 FM.